Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So we had an interesting train station experience. Was it interesting or was it just irritating? Well, I suppose that would depend upon your perspective, wouldn't it? I guess. I'm guessing you thought it was irritating. Usually. You've had this happen to you before? Well, you know, dumbasses and all. Really? Now you have to tell everybody what happened. Do we need to? Anyway, now I'll tell everybody what happened. So we were waiting at the train station to pick up Ashley. And we did what we always do. We pulled all the way up to the end and all the way over to one side. And I usually try to go to the left side. Seems more polite that way. Because most people kind of come up on the right and then swing around. Hardly I've ever seen really nobody turning into that lane. So it's all good, right? Right. So we're waiting there and we're waiting there. And then usually what will happen is if more people come, they line up behind me. Usually. Sometimes you know? they park next to you. Occasionally. And that's usually because there's no more space to line up behind me. So they start filling right. in the gap. So long and short of it, this car pulls up and like... They're kind of like looking as though they want to drive past us, but they're like stopped right by the rear bumper of the car. And then they start honking. Meep. And honking and honking. <laughs> it's like 12 meeps. And 12 then they meeps. pull up alongside of us and roll their window down and start yelling at us that we should move, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we just keep ignoring them. We're not even... We don't want to engage in right. any kind of activity Because here. who wants to engage with a so lunatic at the train station? We're just being quiet and talking to one another, making it obvious that we can hear what's going on outside because I was like looking straight ahead but pointing at right. the car, you know? Um, and I made awkward eye contact and then promptly looked away to look over at you. It, it, it just wasn't worth going there. So, you know, we talked about <laughs> it and then... She decides to try to park in the handicapped spot behind us, like by trying to squeeze in behind us and then fit herself in. But she wasn't a good enough driver to pull that off. She was terrible. So then she backed out of there and finally went around the other side to get a spot. But so, she didn't even get a spot. She like pulled in and then she got all annoyed that that spot wasn't good enough. And then she like tried to pull away and then she pulled into a different spot. And then she pulled into another different spot. And when we were leaving 10 minutes later, she pulled into yet another spot. Yeah. yeah. So this past weekend, um, something happened that kind of, I don't know, it set off a discussion between the two of us. And apparently on Facebook. Yes, because then I followed up with something there, which we'll talk about later. But tell me, what happened? Well, it appears that the like herd of migrants arrived at the border like a little while ago. 
was it like a week ago? Something like that, yeah. And Mexico doesn't appreciate them. So I'm sure they decided it was time for them to move on. And it it from from taking small bits of fact out of various news sources, we've deduced that they stormed the border, broke through a Mexican police blockade, and were tear gassed by the US border security people. So then from there the media began its campaign of how evil Trump is for using tear gas. How could any decent human being um, use tear gas that he's a disgusting human being for doing that? Okay. So then I say, anyway, so I say that then the media is hypocritical because they won't say Obama is a disgusting human being. And yet, he did this very thing 1.3 times a month throughout the length of his presidency. I was going to say, as a matter of fact, I don't think I ever heard about him using any kind of tear gas on anyone. You can, you can do research and you'll find people commenting about it, but it's always um, Republicans making the comments. So in other words, it's always the opposition. Well, of course. It's never anyone from his party. Of course. It's the same thing right now. Exactly. They just bash him because they don't like his personality. I mean, I don't like his personality either. Yeah. But I think you have to learn to separate the personality from the policy. Right. So then there's people on both sides. There's the pro-Trump people saying that he should have used more tear gas. And there's or the anti-Trump people or whatever, saying yeah. that he's just a giant piece of shit. And then there's me sitting firmly in the middle who said, if that many people tried to storm my house, I'd probably tear gas them if I had it available too. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking about that. Okay. So as a technicality, and I do grasp that people rank, so to speak, these crimes that I'm about to mention. Okay. And take some more seriously than others. Okay. I mean, like, isn't speeding, like if speed limits, maximum speed is what it says, right? It's 60 miles per hour. Does it say and yet, maximum? Yes. Maximum speed, you. 60 miles per hour. So how many of us say, oh, the police give us five miles over the speed limit. So Everyone. We're going to go 65. Okay. I set my freaking, what's it called? Um, cruise control to 65 on the on the highway. So like, yeah. Right. But isn't that violating the law? Precisely. So technically, I'm a criminal. You're taking advantage of a technicality where not everybody's speedometer is calibrated the same way or properly, so the police give leeway. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why it's not necessarily five miles per hour, because it depends on how your car is calibrated. But yeah, it's... Can you imagine if your car was calibrated to be five over all the time, and then you set your shit to five over anyway? You'd be ten over, and then the police would be like... Yeah. I just get flail the rope you. Sorry. You get pulled over all the time. But <laughs> but the hypocrisy is crazy because then on top of that, you have people who can't seem to separate the personality from the situation. Like if you're trying to come here and get asylum and you put in an application and you wait your turn 
Um, I have zero problem with you being there. Seems reasonable. But when you march that way, somehow you set out the story that you're seeking asylum when, come to find out, the reality is they're seeking jobs. Right. And a better life. Like, that's not, like, such a bad thing, okay? It isn't. But, again, it's being dishonest. If you were honest about why you were coming here, once again, I don't think I'd have a problem. I'd find a way to get you in here legally. But when you lie about why you're coming, and then when you get here, you violate the law by bum-rushing the Mexican police barricade and then trying to bum-rush our border. Well, because... That's when I start to have a problem. The border was going to process everyone in that caravan on a case-by-case basis. That was That was the plan. That was the plan. Now, if 99% of them were turned away, that's regardless. You know what? If 100% of them were turned away, if there's good reason to turn them away, then there's good reason to turn them away. Why do we have to assume that even 1% would make it or a half a percent would make it? Right. I mean, that's the same mistake that people are making every time you have some kind of political discussion with them. You, I have to say, for the first time, in the discussion that I had on Facebook, mm-hmm. someone who is kind of a moderate Democrat in my mind, okay, mm-hmm. um, actually asked me, why can't you come out and condemn Trump's character? It kind of seemed like you actually had a reasonable discussion with somebody who didn't agree and with you at all politically. that person <laughs> said... You know what they said. And then I responded back. Well, it's well known that I dislike his personality a great deal. And I think he's a piece of crap human being. Mm -hmm. But I also think you need to take that out of the picture when you're looking at his job. Because maybe maybe he might do a thousand things and 999 of them are stupid. But if one of them is a good idea, you got to give him credit for that idea. Yeah, if you're if you're like the CEO of a company, nobody really gives a crap if you're a shitty human being. Right. They care if you're making the company profitable and making fair decisions. Exactly. It's all about performance in the end, but you have to recognize the good performance to get more good performance. Right, you can't just especially with con- a politician condemn him for all the other shit that he said. But then <laughs> the hypocrisy goes deeper. Like I said, All of these people are saying, oh, well, you know, President Obama was so dignified and he would never have done something like this with women and children. And it turns out he did it 1.3 times a month for the entire term of his presidency. Right. So it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing I said before. And I can't even remember what we were talking about before. Oh, yeah. It was the, the children at the border thing. Yes. I have the same opinion. If you're offended by the tear gassing, be offended by the tear gassing. That's completely irrelevant to donald trump if you're offended by it stop the process don't blame the president right now it's just like remember the separating of the families at the border and we determined after our doing our research that that had been a 23 year um policy so why is the current president to blame and i mean you know what the lame argument that people have used with me but it's the strongest argument that they have well He's the current leader. He doesn't have to do things the way the previous leader did things. Well, guess what's hypocritical about that? What? Oh, my God. You know, Trump is is signing executive orders. And, you know, 
Obama didn't do that. Oh my God, Trump is doing this. Obama didn't do that. So what you're saying is he's supposed to do what the previous president did. Right. Until it doesn't suit you. Until it doesn't suit you. And then it's, he doesn't need to do what the previous president did. Right. And you're like, but wait, hasn't that been your mantra all along that he's not like other presidents and that's why he's bad? And now suddenly he's supposed to not be like another president and that makes him good. Apparently. Yeah, see how confusing that is? Yes. And that's why you need to be consistent because if those same people, and here's the question, when people know you have a bias and that's why you dislike the policy, why should anyone listen to you? Well, exactly. Because you're, you're not being honest. You're biased. Right. And if you're biased about one thing, you're biased about everything. Right. That's how it ultimately pans out. I have to sidetrack our conversation. Olive just trotted through the living room. And Duncan is laying in the bed in the middle of the living room, half asleep, half hunting all three cats who keep coming to inspect him. Every single one of the three cats has paused, sniffed all around the bed, and then like scurried away because they're like, why is he in my living room? This is yeah. safe space. Yeah. They're not used to that. Mm-mm. It's kind of funny, but, you know, kind of to tie a bow around the kind of three things. Lady at the train station, people offended by what happened at the border. Then the, what was the third one? That's what I couldn't quite figure out. There was a third one. You were talking about the separating women and children, but that didn't oh, seem like the actual oh, topic. Oh, oh, And people wanting to condemn Trump oh. because, you know, Obama wouldn't have done this, yet Obama did it. Mm-hmm. So. Tie your bow. Wrap you know, it in a ribbon. So what it comes down to is that I feel, anyway, it's my opinion, and you may disagree, and if you do, please say so. But I feel like. The issue is that people who have that bias in the first place, mm-hmm. they do whatever they can not to see it and try to convince everybody of the veracity of how they feel. And yet they state and that causes them to overstate their case. And that's why you get to the point where you should be like, well, why should I believe anything you say? But if you take the bias out and you look at a situation on a case-by-case basis, every decision that's made, you're going to see some were good, some were great, some were bad, and some were horrendous. I don't, I don't 100% agree. Because you say that the people with the bias are making a conscious decision to continue to be biased and protect their bias at all costs. And I honestly think most of them are just too dumb to know that they have a bias or give it any second thought because it's just their comfortable way of existing like the good little sheep that they were raised to be. So I'm more cynical than you are, is what we've just determined. For once. Because honestly, we both come to the same conclusion that that's what's happening. For once. That the bias is causing them to overlook the successes and only focus on the failures. This one single time, I, I will allow I you to be more cynical. That? Am I summarizing that correctly? Yes. And yeah, and I'm more cynical about it. I think people know what the hell they're being biased about. But just this once. And you don't think they do. Not all the people, anyway. 
I'm sure there's some. That don't use their bias? No, I'm sure there's some that live in more of what you're describing. Well, sure. Where they're there's consciously biased Statistically, there's going to be a percentage. You think it's higher that they don't know, and I think it's higher that they do. I mean, and honestly, yep. that's what's funny about it. It doesn't really matter because ultimately the end result is exactly what we both say it would be. Mm-hmm. So we agree on the conclusion. We just disagree on the pathway to get there. That's interesting. I like when that happens. It happens 94% of the time. I like when it happens, though, because that's exactly what happened in this discussion. I think that ultimately the person that I was talking to, Mm -hmm. she wants the same kinds of things I do. But her solution to those things is very different than what my solution would be. So we basically want the same end result, but we see a different path to get there. And so what I liked about that conversation was that normally what you get is someone who's nasty and snarky about it. And, you know, immediately you're a, you know, they're not a Trump supporter and you're basically a Trump defending him a little bit. So you get called names immediately. That's my favorite Trump but immediately, it's like out of the box, they just come at you. And yet, we're supposed to believe and put their opinion at a higher level. Nope. It's not Sorry. happening. Yeah, it's not happening when you're like that. I lit your pedestal on fire. But I think, I think that that's the flaws, that people are, whether they do it on purpose or whether they're too stupid to know... They just allow their bias to overtake any sense of the positive. Because here's the thing. How can you have a dialogue and say, look, we need more things like this over here if you don't acknowledge this over here? Right. (laughs) I mean, you say you want to build positive change. Do you hear the word positive in there? Like... If you want positive change, you have to slowly get away from the negative and the critical and get more to the positive and praiseworthy. That seems accurate. I mean, and that's that's what's not happening. And like even about simple issues, someone will post, oh, I saw blah, blah, blah happen at this street and this street, and it was at the Ralph's. And someone will post, you mean Albertsons. I mean, and all they're doing is they're correcting them and saying, in case some people are like me and they don't know the street corner, they just know the landmark. Uh-huh. To me, Ralph's takes me to one spot and like Albertsons would take me to a completely different spot geographically. Right. So they're just making sure that's true. Well, then the first person has to get all butthurt. Well, you, you know what I meant. Like, why are we getting all irritated that someone merely pointed out that we said Ralph's when we meant Albertsons? 95% of the time, the person doing the correcting is significantly more ruder than you, more rude than you just but described. Even if, but even if they are, why do we have to get snarky about it? We were wrong, right? Even, so they, they were right. We made a mistake. They were bad about how they approached the mistake, but their facts were correct. 
So freaking deal with the facts one way and deal with their personality another. You know how I would deal with a person like that? How? Not deal with them anymore. Set them aside. Like that's how you we've had people that we've done this with. Where they show their true who their true self is. Yes. And there were no like at the time there were no like fact discrepancies. Right. It just was what it was. And we decided it wasn't worth the effort and the time because the personality part we couldn't agree with. Right. We didn't like that. It's happened more than once. And I think numerous people feel the same way about the exact topic we're talking about. I think so. But that's separating the fact, which, hey, we were pretty much in agreement on the facts, um, from the personality part. And we were able to make a good, sound decision for ourselves because we did that. So that's We've the bow that took 20 minutes. derailed. Nope. I tied the bow. The bow is you've got to be able to separate your bias from the facts. That was one long piece of ribbon, dude. Yes, I know. I said it only took 20 minutes. If you'd actually pay attention to what I'm saying to you, um, you'd be able to laugh at that. But because you didn't pay attention... And we're too busy picking on me for allegedly not tying the bow because I did a terrible job of, I went on and on. I should have just told you the little bloop part. You got focused on that and not on what I was actually saying. So you would have laughed had you actually heard it. I'm not sure I would have laughed because I'm not sure what you said was really that funny. It was hilarious. Sure. You believe what you want to believe. Everyone else is laughing. Send us an email if you're actually laughing. The cat is laughing. The cat is laughing at how dumb the dog looks. No, the cat's laughing at my joke. And the other cat's annoyed. Yogi laughed at my joke, too. I don't even know where Yogi is. Laughing at my joke. He's under our bed. You know what? Bed is the place where I want to be. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike. And I truly hope you enjoyed the show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.